everybody you're welcome back to another episode of the country chats podcast i hope you're well and you're keeping safe this week uh we're changing things up a bit and as you know in every in every series so far i've had a dance teacher feature just to you know we have loads of singers and loads of artists but this time we want to change it up and talk about the dancing scene so tonight is no different i'm delighted to have a good friend for oh god i don't know how many years now and we're talking probably 10 10 minimum um i have Ger butler here in front of me Ger, how are things How's it going? How are you, Sandra? Thanks for having me. Are you well? No problem at all. Um, we were saying there the last time I, inter- well, I think the last and the only time I ever interviewed you was, we were saying probably six or seven years ago, um, I, d- I interviewed you for my thesis in, what was it called again? Close Encounters with Country Music. So we were saying things would be a bit dated now from uh, seven years ago. Yeah, that's an interesting read. I enjoyed it. As I was saying to you earlier on, uh, I came across it recently, so I'll have to have to have a whiz through it again just to see what needs updated from seven years ago. There's a good bit because I think I read it there myself a few weeks ago and I was nearly cringing at some of it. And do you know what? It was even a little bit sad in a way reading back over because obviously we haven't got you're reading it looking back seven years ago, but you're looking back at last year pre-COVID. Yeah. You know, it was kind of bittersweet reading through it, like, um. So yeah, so that was six, seven years ago. But as I said, there, I, I, I don't know how many years. I'm gonna say ten plus. I, I'm, I suppose we're going back to Laura, my sister. Yeah. For yeah. anyone who know Laura, Laura is my sister, and Laura is a Shannos dancer. So we actually would have initially got to know you through the trad scene and the and the Shannos dancing and um the flat and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember Laura coming to me as as a kid. You know, like. Laura never needed a dancing teacher because she was such a natural dancer and like she's just oh I'd stand in snow watching Laura dancing. <laughs> I remember her as the likes of you know Kill Mavi for the summer school and you'd have Laura coming in like and, and the other kids and she just stood out a mile. So I probably a year from that and I think you know I, I met your mum a few times in different places and of course mum have met your mum would have met dad and um her, and daddy be all about you know this oh, she's a lovely woman over there in, in Balahadarine and I'm like mm-hmm. where <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I, I know Laura. What age is Laura now? That's what I was getting to. Laura's 22. So oh, sure, I know her. So I, I know Laura. Yeah. yeah, I knew Laura before I knew you. I think Laura was about nine or 10. Yeah, Laura started the channel dancing and I hated it. Like looking back, I absolutely hated it because I suppose I was doing the Irish dancing and, and I just, I couldn't get my head around it. And then I kind of eased into it. And then I suppose I would have started going to different gigs and different um, competitions. Laura, I'm sure that's when we yeah. all used to get together but um like that I suppose that that's your background I suppose you've you obviously teach the social dancing too but you would have started off did you start off with both kind of on a par or did you start with one before the other well I started how I got into dance in the first place I was 13 before I could dance or even had any interest in dancing my, my previous uh interest in dance or dance classes was going with my dad and I still remember to this day uh to the hall in Boyle in County Roscommon or the four provinces and he'd be teaching some of the ladies the Cayley dances, you know, like the Siege of Innocence and the Walls and everything and stuff like that. And my job was to carry in the stuff for them and set up the record player. Do you, do you know what a record player is? It's like, wow. Yeah, that. And then he used to tell me whatever he wanted played, and I'd lift it up, put on whatever record it was, and put the needle in the correct place for him and turn it up and turn it down. That was my job. And dad would also then have, you know, scored an oak. He would have trained the teams himself and the guy there from our club called Bright McQueenie. And they had guys dancing in this for years. And then Jim, my brother, he was dancing. And Jim's a great dancer. But um, I had no interest. I used to frown upon it. I was like, I like the music, but I don't like the dancing. And then at 13, some guy dropped out. And dad convinced me to, you know, to join the team and make up the team because there were seven people there and needed an extra one so he taught me the one two three in the kitchen and I still remember it so well went around the kitchen like and I hadn't a clue what the one two three was so a Wednesday night would say I learned the one two three and then Thursday night there was a practice down at the school and I went down and I couldn't remember the one two three and I was like I was mortified because there was seven dancers looking looking at me as if to say right you're going to save our team and here's me and I couldn't dance so I went home and like whatever happened I just got it the minute I got back into the kitchen so I just went practicing around the kitchen around the kitchen so that was my first year dancing with them or my first sort of interest in dance you know or getting into it and I really enjoyed it because I'd actually you know I played football and uh, we're not going to talk about football now because I know the Roscommon Mayo thing. Yeah, me and you will fall out. We There's a great agree. photo of us. I think you're in the Roscommon jersey and I'm in the Mayo 
the Mayo top says that's a good photo we have. Yeah, yeah. So Sandra's from County Roscommon, you see. That's <laughs> and she supports Mayo, but everybody does in that part of Roscommon. So <laughs> that part, Balladrine, for those uh, that don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was playing football. I was captain of the football team at the time, and I was absolutely useless. So I can tell you how good our team was if I was captain. And I, and I came across dancing and. I figured out that I was able to pick it up fairly quickly, even though the first time doing the one, two, threes was difficult. But how I got into it was I started going to Cayley's with dad and mom and going to the likes of the four provinces to social dances and watching other dancers. And I'd be very much, you know, self-taught when it came to steps for channels and stuff like that. I would have my own sort of freestyle style, you know, but uh, it's my mom and dad that started me in dance. That's how I got into it, you know. Mm. No, that no, that's really good. And I suppose channels. I mean, look, people that are tuned into this podcast might not necessarily, you know, be into the the channels dance. And I suppose you know this is the country music podcast. But uh-huh. with channels dancing, it is kind of you go with the flow and you kind of like that. You said Laura didn't have a, a teacher as such. She kind of went round to all of you and yes, and right. went to workshops and done it herself. And that's the thing about channels. It's very kind of laid back. It's informal. You kind of do it your own way and you make it up as you go along. Mm-hmm. And um and that and then I suppose in turn in like that jiving is quite like that as well because there's no set you there's nobody does the moves in the correct order or the same order all the time it's totally you're winging it essentially it's It's, totally it's it's very much it's like channels especially for a man it's freestyle you know you just go with the flow and when it comes to footwork like you'll see some channels dancers with some fantastic fun footwork and then you have some we'll say jivers with great footwork then you have some jivers that don't bother with footwork at all you know so and and channels can be very very much like that of where it's just like freestyle but it's amazing the amount of people that come to jive classes of mine and they'll say to me have you got a dvd on channels because i do see you putting in these little things and you're jiving you know and that's like channelsy stuff and i think i do i might do a couple of triples or something like that laura does too laura i noticed when laura started coming to the dances with me when she got old enough she would have been throwing in the odd yeah 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 naturally like yeah yeah or maybe a flick of the foot or something like that or whatever it may be and i like there's lads i know lads i've sent dvds to and they've bought the dvd just to actually try and put that into their jive you know so yeah isn't it mad like even though it's not intentional you know it's just no it's totally natural like isn't it yeah yeah um and then i know you play the drums as well so where did that come where did that slot in that was completely and utterly accidental. <laughs> I bought um, I bought a drum, a snare. Uh, of course, when, when, when I play drums, I play I play country and Kaylee, but I love playing Kaylee as opposed to country because I find the country a bit sort of basic type of thing. Whereas with Kaylee, you're all working on the snare, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought the snare of a guy called Aidan Flood years ago. He's uh, the drummer with the Glenside Kaylee band. And uh, to my mother's torture, Lord of mercy on her, I got the snare going in the in the bedroom. Then she ran me out to the uh, stables, as we call it, out to the side of the house. And I just self-taught again. And then Colin, my younger brother, who also plays drums and teaches dancing for me, um, Colin, then he started playing drums. And it turned out then that he was just an unbelievable drummer. Colin's a class drummer. I, I, I drum. And then, of course, a mutual friend of ours, Stephen Doherty, uh, years later we were having a chat and we were doing some gig somewhere where I was dancing and I said to Stephen we should set up a Kaylee band and he was like God we will and all of a sudden I had to become a drummer now for the first couple of gigs I remember Stephen used to be looking back and me saying slow down slow down and I've like, oh, <laughs> and if yeah <laughs> you know so um I, I learned I learned to be a drummer on stage that's where I learned to be a drummer you know? and what age were you when you when you got, first got the, the snare drum probably about 20 Okay. Was it just was it something like you just took an ocean? I just love rhythm. I love rhythm. Yeah. And of course I play a bow run as well. And you know, I just love like percussion and all that sort of stuff. And I love listening to, you know, like different noises and percussion along with with, with dance and and, and, and bow run, all that sort of stuff. I just mm. love it with music, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's I think that's what I just enjoyed about it, you know. But uh, I would I would be I'd put my hands up and I'd say I'm no brilliant drummer, you know. So um I enjoy it though. You don't have to be brilliant at everything. You have to be just as long as you're happy. You know, that's true. That's true. I used to play the Kaylee drums as well, believe, <laughs> believe it or not. Me and Jason did, yeah, when we were growing up. Um, yeah, we played Mary Negan would have would have had would have had us on them growing up. So yeah, in a former life, I was a drummer. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, so that kind of so I suppose that kind of brings us naturally up to I suppose, you know, your twenties and then you were teaching away since you were 17 and you were mm-hmm. doing the 
Um, did you find back then that it was primarily the Shannos? It, was, it wasn't so much the countryside of things you were working on, it was more so the Shannos and the trad scene? Yeah, my classes were always sort of arranged around. You see, I was living in Carrick and Shannon at the time. I was living at home, you know, and all my classes were set dancing with a bit of waltzing and a bit of jive and all that sort of stuff. So that's the way I do a class. So if my class was an hour and a half long, I would maybe spend an hour of that doing sets because sets were so popular at the time. Um, for anyone that doesn't know what set dance means, it's like quadrilles. If you're in the UK, it's very same as contra dance and stuff like that. We dance it to Irish music, and um, I do an hour of that and maybe a half an hour of either jiving or waltzing or stuff like that each night. So um, it was only when I kind of moved to the north that I concentrated on just doing all country. That's how that came in, you know. Mm-hmm. How long are you living in the north now? Ten years now. So Ten that years. literally coincides with kind of the revival of the country music scene again and so time and wise it was good for you time and wise it was unbelievable even though i had started sort of i took a break from teaching we'll say you know the way you'd, you'd go like all out september to christmas and then from january up to till april may hmm. i took a break one year because i i still enjoy working during the day and i'll never forget go back to my mum <laughs> i was about 19 as 17 as you said when i started teaching dancing and at 19, I was working in a job. I was getting about, I think I was getting about 60 pound a week for it. And I was making about 120 or 140 pound a night teaching dancing. And I said to my mother one morning, I was like going out to work. And I was like, I'm thinking about giving up the job. And she was like, why? I said, sure. I said, why would I waste all day, every day when I'd be going teaching dancing at night? I don't need to work. And she goes, well, what would you do with yourself all day long? And I'd be like, well, I just wait to go to work that night. And she was like, what are you on about sure nobody teaches dancing for a living and she was right nobody did like you know yeah. like I'm I'm 47 this year so like that's 30 years ago and like to think that somebody in the country would make a living teaching dancing was a bit crazy mm. and she was probably right so I, I kept on working and she more or less put that into me that you know you keep working so I always have worked and, and obviously now there's no teaching I'm back working during the day and it's something that that I haven't found hard to adjust to but I don't know how I got talking about that. Where, um, where moving to the north. <laughs> moving to the north, yeah. So, um, like, when I did move to the north, I was still teaching sort of down south and up north and all that sort of stuff. And it did, it happened at, at, at such, such a good time that I was moving to the north because there was no dance teachers in the north. So I might be doing a class on a Monday or Tuesday night down south, and then I might do two classes in the north on a Wednesday and a Thursday, you know. And like it was, as we all know, the likes of Nathan Carter and Derek Bryan and Lisa McHugh and all the younger singers and Mike Denver that brought brought the thing to the next level, you know. Um, my classes went from, we'd say, 50, which would be, you know, we'd be delighted with 50. Like, I remember one night, 340 people turning up for a class in Cal. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, like it's, and like my phone was just hopping. Yeah. You know, you could, you could come back in after a Christmas break and you put on classes in January. And your phone would just be ringing, ringing, ringing. Because that time there was no real Facebook, you know. Now it's yeah. like if you put an ad on Facebook, they send you a message. People don't ring like they used to. Yeah. But my phone never stopped. You know, it was just hot. And I think I think in one week I went through about 800 people teaching, you know, yeah. from four different venues. It just, mm-hmm. it just went crazy. And, it's, and it, it's still good. Well, it was good up until the, the pandemic, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I moved north at that stage. And I didn't know of anybody else teaching dancing. You know, especially in the course thing that I do, I, anywhere I go, I go into a place to teach a course of four or six weeks, depending on what I'm teaching. You know, um, you do get people that does the, the ongoing classes that teach yeah. the same venue all year round, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I do a bit of that as well as uh, myself. You know, some venues I'm there all the time and some venues I move around like that. But like, yeah, like you said there, like there wasn't you didn't know of anyone teaching up there. Like, I think all of us dance teachers know the other dance teachers there's not mm. that many really of us you know like yeah, you know yeah. all the the names and the big ones and you know then there'd be a few that might just do it for the like the enjoyment of it like a one class a week and, and leave it at that yeah, but there's yeah, not yeah. there's not many of us really i would say no. i mean look off the top of my head would there be 10 50 big oh, ones yeah. like that are full-time or you know yeah. like teaching every evening um yeah. every evening like that's yeah that's full-time teachers well I, like i know we'll say five or six yeah you know, i was yeah, i was being generous probably with yeah, 10 yeah. i was <laughs> but like yeah there'd definitely be and most of them are men would uh-huh. you agree <laughs> yeah yeah well there's, your, there's yourself i know and there's patricia brady, patricia brady you know yeah so, 
and like Patricia is fairly new to the scene. And, yeah, and I interviewed her in the last series. All right, so it was lovely. Yeah. I hadn't met her before, um, so it was lovely to meet her. But yeah, she's she's new enough, and it was lovely to hear her story of how organically it just happened mm -hmm, for her. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, she's working in Dublin, so it's bringing country to Dublin. But yeah, I mean, it's tough in Dublin, and I take my hat off to her. It's here, <laughs> do you know? Because like Dublin is completely different when it comes to country and. Like I was only talking to her recently. She rang just for a catch up and said, well, how's things? What's the crack? Mm -hmm. And I remember going up to a Stuart Moyles gig she had there. And I was absolutely delighted to see the crowd of people that was there dancing, you know. And she also had Johnny Brady in Copperface Jackson one night, which was probably no. one of the best nights. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I went up to that as well, myself and Simon Power. And it was absolutely brilliant. You know, it was great. So fair play to her, she's doing great. And she's a great woman for promoting the scene. And you have to work hard in Dublin because like you're such a massive population mm -hmm. and you're trying to get, you know, a certain amount of people to come and enjoy this. And like, like I have cousins in Dublin and they look at me as if to say that country dance and stuff, that jive and you're all cultures. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's a, it's a harder battle up there. So yeah, yeah but, but as you were saying, there isn't many full-time teachers. And like, I don't call myself a full-time teacher, even though I probably was, but I do other bits and pieces as well and work with other events and stuff, you know, so you're like you're kind of like me as well like i'm always you're like me you have 10 things on the go like yeah, you know yeah, this yeah, yeah. but they're all linked they're all, they're it's, all, all it's all entertainment as far as i'm concerned you know it's yeah. all within you know i have like the radio station thing going and you know running the likes of cowboys and heroes convoy to Cooley and working along with nathan so it's all music and dance related you know so it's the same thing as far as i'm concerned yeah but you're full i suppose i know you say you're not full-time but you kind of are like you're full-time yeah. within the yeah. scene like in that yes, sense yeah exactly yeah. yeah i'd never say i'm full-time dance teacher i'd say i'm full-time in the country music scene yeah yeah, yeah. kind of covers everything <laughs> yeah that's it you're covered. yeah yeah you're covered but um yeah no there wouldn't be that many uh dance teachers that are i suppose at this i'm not it's on level because all all dance teachers you know they do to do it their own way and they have their own way of doing things but i suppose yeah who are kind of on the go constantly and um do you think that how do you think things are going to be after covid do you think things are going to pick up just back up i don't not so much i don't so much mean the dances and the the concerts i mean more the classes you know from our from our side of things i i i it's hard to know because i i think the classes are very much so for the dances you know um like i know you get a certain amount of people that come to your class because they're getting married but you get a lot of people that come to your class because they want to be able to go to their local venue on a Friday, Saturday or a Sunday night to dance. So, like, I, I I feel that our classes will only start working rightly again when there's people out there on a Saturday night dancing in a function room, you mm. know. Um, the other side of it is there's also going to be people that will want to get out regardless, you know, for some entertainment. I personally think the way they'll do it, especially in the south of Ireland, will be they'll open up that they might let 30 people into a room to dance. Now, I believe at the moment that the Falls Ireland have advised that there's no live music and no dancing. And if you have a dance, um, I think it's only at a wedding for a first dance. Mm -hmm. So and I think that's going to be staying in place till November. Yeah, they haven't. So, they're, they're releasing officially on Friday, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So um, I, I, the way I, I'd imagine they'll do it, um, will be like you know maybe 30 on a dance floor 60 on a dance floor 100 and then mm. up it as the goal but like i saw i saw tr dallas um tom allen putting up a post the other day on facebook and he said that he was fully vaccinated and i wrote underneath it so a fully vaccinated singer with fully vaccinated dancers why can't we open the venues you know so mm. like, I, I know i can't see a problem like i run the sunday afternoon dances in cabin and they were brilliant there were 200 people going average every sunday mm. and like the age group is like 65 plus, you know, and they're all vaccinated nearly at this yeah. stage. And yeah. if you have singers on the stage vaccinated, like I don't get the logic of why they can't go into a room, you know. I know. And then I suppose yeah. there's a whole other side of jiving, like obviously with the social, it's one thing going to watch a concert, but when you dance, people yeah, are obviously, dancing. it's yeah. contact, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely see, I definitely see the, the theatres and the concerts opening, you know, and having social distancing happening before dancing will like i think dancing mass dancing as in yeah. you know big groups of dancing now up north here i can start a kids class next week inside you know okay so, where uh, yeah whereas we can i can teach my kids no problem but i can't do adults outdoors yet okay right. so i'm waiting to get the adults outdoors and then everyone indoors but there's still and no can mention you do, can you do kids indoors down south no, no no only outdoors so i'm obviously relying on the weather and i can only have 15 
Okay, right. Well, there's no numbers oh. here. It's I think it's some, something like uh, at your own discretion, but obviously you have to keep your two meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be smart about it. So, yeah. Um, but I haven't taught kids in years, you know. Like that's how I started was teaching kids mm. in the four provinces in North Allen. And a lot of that was like babysitting more than teaching because, you know, I was doing I was doing a Monday night. I remember a, a woman dropping her child off to me every Monday and I said to her, I says, look, I says, I says, he doesn't want to dance. He doesn't enjoy it. And she was like, Ari, he's all right. She says, I get to watch Coronation Street in comfort. And I'm like, I'm a babysitter. So simple, like, isn't it mad? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a babysitter, not a dad's teacher. (laughs) Jesus. And can all your kids dance now? Or what's, do you, you, have you, have you made them or do they want to? No, no, no. Like the same as in our house, you know, we were never pushed into it. And like my kids absolutely love country music and they love trad. So at the moment they can dance shallows. Okay, because hands up, my favorite dance. If anybody says, What's you know, what dance makes me happiest? It's Shannon's dance mm. because it's just to have that feel. Yeah. I know you don't have the same grow for it, but I do know. now, I do yeah. now. I've grown it's, to love it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it's what I love. But the fact that I'm living in, in, in the north here, it's not just as popular up here, you know. When I yeah. moved up here, you know, like people be looking at you, like even Kira, my wife, like somebody said to her, Oh, he's a Shannon's dancer, and she was like, A what? And like, Kira is an all Ireland champion Irish dancer, you know. Mm. So she was like going what? So I had to explain to people what it was. But uh, yeah, the kids can all do their their their, their steps, and um, they we don't like we don't be like I don't be in the kitchen going right. Come on, get your steps done now. Get your steps yeah. done. Yeah, it's more like naturally if the radio was on and yeah. a bit of trad came on, you just exactly. launch into it. Yeah, exactly. And that's and and they and they enjoy that, and they love going down to see dad and showing them their steps and stuff like that. You know, I'm sure he's as proud as punch. I yeah, I can imagine he'd absolutely yeah. love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Would he be trying to give them the extra step as well, or would he be trying to? Oh, no, or is so he just nice. happy watching them? He's happy. He just sits back and he's just delighted that they're doing it. Sure, of course, he laughs his head off at the way they do talk. The northern accent's going down to Roscommon now. You can. I know. I can imagine him. Yeah, yeah, loads of them. And would he understand them now? You know how kids be going ninety miles an hour, like. Yeah, I he don't understand. <laughs> He does, he does. Casey, now our youngest one, she might say something a bit faster, and Daddy will go, "What does she say? What does she say?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Um, yeah, no, he does. He does. He enjoys the crack of them now. So he's getting that. He's getting the bedrooms all done up because he wants us down to stay over the summer. Ah, lovely. And getting more beds in so they can come down because usually it's a day trip now. We go down early. We'll say on a Saturday morning, and it's a two-hour trip down, a two-hour trip back. You know, so it's hard going on little ones. Mm-hmm. So um, he's going to get it done up over the for the for the summer, so we can go down maybe on a Friday and come back on a Sunday. You know. So. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That's a nice little project for him as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Looking forward. Yeah, to and that. I'm sure most people, um, you know, if you're on the dancing scene for years, you'd know your dad. He's oh, would know yeah. your dad. I mean, he's he'd just be at the four P's to the Brusna Inn to the McWilliam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing the amount of people that send me messages on my on my dance page asking for dad. You know, uh, and like you know, fair play to him. He knows every woman to see, especially the good looking ones. You know, mm-hmm. but they be they be lined up for him at dances. But I'd say to him, such and such is on to me on Facebook here. She wants to know how you are. Who is she? <laughs> and I'd be like trying to explain, don't know her. And next thing I'd be down and I show her a picture. Oh, I know her well. Yeah. You know? So he's, <laughs> He mightn't be a genius for names, but so he sees the photo, he knows. But yeah, sure, like the Shearwater, he would go into the Shearwater on a Sunday and spent the whole day dancing and maybe go to the Brosna in that night, depending on who was in it, you know. So yeah, he's a regular at the dance scene, definitely. And always with the three-piece student. Yeah, so the three-piece, yeah, the three-piece is your local, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there would have been no dance venues in Carrick. No, I'm no, assuming. no, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the four-piece is a lovely venue, actually. Um, oh, class. Yeah, no, it is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's a good spot. Yeah. The, crossroads, <laughs> the, sticks, the, the sticks, it definitely is. Um, but yeah, so I suppose, yeah, that's kind of how it all started for you and how you get on. And and uh, yeah, we just have to see what happens or how it's going or uh, I don't know. And there's only yeah. so many line dances you can teach as well. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. There's, like, there's, there's loads of them. Look, look, like line dances are, are are something that we dance and we enjoy at gigs but you couldn't do two hours of them you know in ireland i don't think you know because we're, we're so used to the jive and the walls yeah. and the foxtrot and the quick steps and that and we enjoy the line dances but you know i don't i don't mind teaching i love i love teaching the slosh it's a, such yeah. a simple we dance you know yeah. i love teaching that and um it's a, and the posh slosh as well which i picked up over the lockdown as well which is a very fancy posh Slosh. Is that the one? That's not the holding hands one, no. No, no, it's oh, it's a completely different dance. Completely. Mark Bryan, actually, a dance teacher. I think. Oh yes. Mark down in yeah. Cork. Mark Bryan showed it to me in Longford there two years ago. Lovely. So I spent a bit of time on it. It's a lot of twisting and turning with it now, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, that's one thing. Have you learned? Did you 
like not that Jesus, not that there's any there's much learning for you to do, but did you pick up a few line dances as doing I know I did anyway. I kind of spent a I week did, yeah. doing a bit of research and, and figuring a few new ones out, just even for myself, just yeah, yeah. Actually I, for me to learn something for a change. I did, yeah. I picked up three or four actually, um, because I done an online um dance class with the Suarez Society. Uh, a girl in Dungannon, she has it's like it's like a matchmaking befriending type of a, of a of a website and she asked me to do a four-week course um so i done that i done i think it was eight different line dances two line dances a night so i can't even remember what they are now at this stage but yeah i learned a couple of new ones so I did, which was good and i learned uh, talking about learning i learned how to bake i learned how to cook <laughs> over a lockdown here is delighted so you're in the kitchen the whole time uh, well no she wasn't because she was giving out about the mess afterwards i was doing i was doing all the cooking and then just walking away and she was like god's sake that must here. be men in general so because my fellow does the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, that was the issue there <laughs> <laughs> very good but no i think all like i think all dance teachers in ireland in the social dancing definitely i know patricia had different line dance videos up and i think sure what else was there to do and do you know what you wouldn't get the chance to do it any other time Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's just I, constant. I mean, especially, I suppose, between myself and yourself having so many different aspects going, it's constant. There's never any time. Well, I'm assuming for you, maybe you do take downtime. <laughs> no, I don't really. At all, because I get bored, you know. I, I get... do. I can't. Yeah, I cannot just sit down. So I suppose um, it was the novelty of just learning and having the opportunity to learn new dances and, yeah, and yeah. just... Yeah, that it was. I'm trying to remember them all. That was fun. And what's clock, clockwise and anticlockwise and all oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about it. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, so we're going to do, uh, I didn't even say it to you, we're going to do the quick fire round. I'm going to okay. fire a load of questions at you. I have oh. to edit some of yours slightly now because, um, you know, I mean, I can ask you questions like, what's your favorite song to sing? And <laughs> can oh, yeah, you sing, actually? Me. Can you I sing? Can, I can't sing. No, I can't. Um, can any I'm of absolutely. your, can any of the family sing? Even, but I suppose your brothers and sisters or your, or your kids? Lisa has her party, you know, she has her party song like Caledonia. She sings that. And she's a, she's a nice singer. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, I can't sing. I'm brutal. I'm just a cat, you know. There's not a note in my head, so no, definitely can't sing. No. <laughs> okay, I haven't even started the quick the, the round. Yeah, I was just uh, okay. joking about okay. this song. So anyway, here's the quick fire round with Jared Butler. So, who is your favorite American country music singer? Uh, Garrett Brooks. Very good. Um, what's your favorite country song to listen to? Um, or dance to? Or two options? Or at the moment, at the moment, I really love Patrick Feeney's "Darling Girl" from Claire for dancing a quick step too. I think the tempo for it is fantastic. Mm. That's an old enough one as well, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is, yeah. But it's still oh, there. It's, it's still on yeah. my playlist, and it comes up regularly. You know. Yeah. Also, "Dancing with the Fisherman" from the Oh yes, um, Murphy's, Murphy's. Is deadly. And Jimmy Buckley's new song is absolutely I heard that class. one yet. It's um, a long list of heartaches from Jimmy. Uh, I haven't heard it yet. Now I'm put that on the list. Lee, Lee Matthews also has a fantastic song. I think she likes me. That's a yes. great song at the moment. So uh, they're some of my favourites at the moment. Jimmy. Yeah, Lee Matthews is back on the scene. I interviewed him. He's coming up in a That's few right. weeks. Um, so yeah, actually, it's great to have him back. I always liked his music for, yeah, for dance and tap. Yeah, no, very, very good. Um, do you? What's your favourite dance to dance to? Not, I know you love the channels. What's your favourite social dance? Um, slow waltz with my wife. Oh, you're big romantic. <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. I do. I absolutely love a slow waltz. If you've got, you know, if you've got... Um, if you've got someone to dance with. Like, yes, definitely. It's not everyone you're going to do a slow waltz with. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do a slow waltz with anybody else. Um, yeah. A slow waltz. I love actually doing a slow waltz to Rose Coloured Glasses from Jimmy Buckley. I absolutely love that song. I think it's fantastic. And I, I love the key changes in it. And, of course, I'll move to the key changes, you know. Yeah. Um, so that'd be my favourite, Jimmy. Lovely. What's your favourite line dance? I know you mentioned the slosh. Um, I like that. So, you know, I love that dance. Um, you know, the one we all dance, we'd say with Burnham Bridges or, or American oh, yeah. Band. Yeah. Nobody really has a technical name for that, you know. No, I call it Burn. I think everyone calls it Burnham Bridges. Now, do you like it because it has that that kind of one yeah. to three it's i like i uh, dance it like a a, a trad dance a hop jig, a hop jig. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah isn't it um, funny i would not have said that that was i suppose technically it's not you know it's, it's, i love teaching it because it's so easy to teach and it's so easy to get a room going with that yeah dance. and you can have everyone going through it looks yeah. it looks more complicated than it is that's technically that's would you believe that's an old waltz that's a two-hand dance there's okay. a waltz, there's a waltz to that, and it's absolutely gorgeous. 
lovely. And mm. Shauna McStravick taught it, you know Shauna the singer? Yeah, yeah I'm good friends with Shauna. Shauna taught it to Declan Flanagan and Declan Flanagan taught it to me. So there, there you go. Isn't so that good? went from Tyrone down to Wexford. Back I'll have to quiz her on that one because yeah. she's had to be and on the phone to her most weeks. <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely dance. So okay. um, Declan, of course, um, I booked Declan for Cowboys and Heroes and Shauna met Declan there and then she showed Declan and Declan then brought it off and done his own thing with it. So. Bob. Oh, I must ask her about that. So yeah, no one has a name on that. I, I think everyone calls it Burning Bridges. Burning Bridges. I call it the American Land or Burning Bridges. Dance, yeah. You know, so. Isn't it funny? I enjoy, I enjoy that. So that's your favorite. Good. Um, if if you were a singer, the next question would be, "Can you dance?" <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Who's yeah. your favorite Irish singer? Um, ooh. oh, you have to be careful now, don't you? <laughs> I have to be careful. Um, Who was your favorite growing up? I suppose that's a more neutral question. Like I, growing oh, up, Brendan Shine, without Very a shadow good. of a doubt, Brendan yeah. Shine. And still, I still love Brendan's voice. And like, there's another song, The Parish Hall. I'm not sure if you've heard that one. It's one off his new album. Mm-hmm. Um, he he would have been like he would have got regular plays in our house. Like, if it comes to sort of singers and musicians in in my head. Brendan Shine, he's from County Roscommon, and Seamus Shannon, a fantastic accordion player and singer and songwriter. He's from Roscommon as well. Um, I've always enjoyed them, definitely, yeah. Because I suppose I was taught in the house always to respect your own neighbours and look after the ones that's, you know, looking after you, especially musically. So, mm. um, yeah, love them two boys, definitely. Very good. Um, of the new singers, I absolutely, uh, I think Derek Ryan is the most unbelievable song- singer-songwriter. He's fantastic, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I really enjoy Nathan Carpenter. And of course, I'm going to have to say that. And I'm not just <laughs> saying it because I have to say it. But, yeah, um, for those that don't know, um, Ger is managing, or you're, you're managing Nathan and you're keeping everything going and taking over there so tour manager the full shebang but um like what Nathan has done like I remember seeing Nathan when I was he was about 16 over in in Ibiza for the first time and I just thought you know that young lad has it fair play Mm -hmm. you know for his age he's flying it so yeah there we go um what is your favorite venue to well gig in or teaching or in whatever way I love I love teaching in the cabin crystal hotel I've Cavan. never I've never been there, so I can't yeah. even Cavan has been a great county for me when it comes to teaching. I've been teaching in Cavan for about 20 years now. And uh, I've always had great crowds and great atmosphere. And you know, it's 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 a class in Cavan always feels like a dance. You nearly feel when the music comes on that there's a band on stage because mm. the atmosphere is there and the people absolutely love it, you know. Yeah. And I do I do get people that come to my classes all the time that don't even need to learn anymore. They just come for the night out, you know, and a bit of, yeah. bit of fun. So I always enjoy seeing them and meeting up with them for a crack, you know. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, what is the best gig you've ever done, I suppose? Is there any abroad that you've ever done? There or? is, yeah. The most, the one I'll, I'll never forget was uh, Budapest years ago. See the way I say it? I even say it properly, Budapest. Um, and no, it just I, makes you sound like a gulching. Yeah, Budapest. <laughs> Budapest <laughs> it's Budapest um I taught 1500 people how to do the clap dance which is an old uh Leitrim I know what Laura did be teaching yeah. so I know that so one. um I was brought over there and I had to dance the brush dance of course uh, a dance that I would have been well known for years and years ago so they flew me over I danced it on morning tv and then they had a concert that night and then after I had the brush dance done uh they wanted me to teach everybody because the gig was a stand-up gig so they had 1,500 people. So they brought me into the middle of the floor and they put me on a podium and they showed me that, you know, they asked me to teach everybody how to dance. And there was a few Hungarian girls there that used to come over to the Willy Clancy every year. So they were able to help around the room as well. So that's a gig I remember. It was wow. unreal just watching, you know, watching 1,500 people doing a clap dance that yeah. originated in the Leitrim Fermanagh area. It was just hilarious, especially. That is Korea. amazing. Yeah. That is, no, that's brilliant. And it's mad to think, like, people that wouldn't, I suppose, be so aware of the trad scene, like, to think that, and it would be the norm, like, to be flown over to Budapest to dance a brush dance. I mean, yeah. not, I'm not belittling it, but do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. To yeah. Essentially dance a brush dance maybe two or three times and then teach a class. Yeah. Like, but that, I mean, that's the norm, I suppose, within the, more so the trad scene I know Laura has been off places and literally just had to do two or three dances and away she goes yeah, like yeah, yeah. um it. handy gig oh you love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I've, been on, I've been on cruises just for the brush dance it takes seven days to get to your last day for the brush dance you know so that's gas. You get, that's yeah, a it's a good scene to be in um do you play any instruments other than the drums no just drums and bow that's me that's you percussion only the spoons like my father yeah, well, we link that in. That's percussion as well. So you're sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, what's your favorite local radio station other than uh, other than your own? Other than my own, um, I do you know what you believe? I don't listen to music during the day. I listen to talk shows. So I don't um, either. I yeah. I just listen to podcasts or something like that. Yeah, I talk shows all the time. I would BBC Ulster, of course. I'm living in the, in the north now. Then I'll probably shoot over to Northern Sound, and then I'll come back to RTE Radio One. And then I absolutely love Joe Duffy, and I think Ray Darcy's brilliant. So yes, I did listen to Ray Darcy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and tell me now, I want to quiz you why the name change for your own radio station. Um, I just think it was too long, um, you know, EliteRadioOnline.com, I just thought, you know, it was just like, it went on for too long, yeah. and it just needed rebranded, and we hadn't done anything with it, we'll say, over the pandemic, um, if we just let it take away there with, with, with presenters, and it just needed a little bit of a revamp, and logo change and stuff like that, you know, so, just something new to get a positive stuff again because we've got some great presenters on it now and some great music and it's good music starting to come out again you know because there was a while there there was absolutely no new music mm-hmm. and uh, like we're running on a loss uh definitely since last march 12 months because the station would have always been you know licensing and streaming costs would be paid by advertising and like all our advertisers will be from events, you know, different events that's going on around the country. Um, online stations, you can't really ask, you know, your local butcher to come on and do an ad. So um, we've been just hemorrhaging money there. But look, everybody's enjoying the shows and the DJs are enjoying it. So we just keep going where we can afford it. Can I try and keep pulling money out from under the mattress or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and one more question. Tell us something we might not already know about you. This will be hard now because I want to see. Is there anything I don't know about you now? Or is there anything? Um, I love trains. Trains? Yeah, model trains. See this? See this? Stop. Um, see this behind me? Yes. Here? This, this is all model train sodas, okay? Wow. So there's thousands of thousands of pounds worth of model trains. I'll take one down. Oh my God. Well, it's there all, we go. There's some. It's, it's all Hornby stuff, okay? You don't have to put them together, no? Not yet, but this is going to happen. So what? I just I just buy them. Now that's only a small amount of it. The attic is packed with stuff. Wow. And we always into them, or is that a Do you know, I just love the motion of like I don't even like if it was a train going down the road. Well, obviously not down the road, but it was going down the track as I was driving down. The, I'd hardly look at it. I just love the motion of the train, the way it just maneuvers and goes around. And I have gone to a couple of um sort of uh, model shows where there's trains running. And someday when some of the children move out and we get a spare room in the house. I will dedicate it to trains and it's sort wow. of a reti- it's a retirement project. So yeah, that's something I love. That I is love. definitely something new that I didn't know. Wow. And are the lads, are your two lads into them or your dad well, or where did they, that come out of? I don't know. I haven't a clue. I don't know where it came out. I love I love old stations houses and stuff like that as well. I love looking at the old station buildings and stuff and derelict ones. And you know, if I was driving along and noticed a derelict one, I'd slow down and just watch look look at the stonework and try and figure out which way the track used to go and stuff like that, you know. So I don't know what, I don't know where it came out. It's just it's just something I like. And I will look, look at stuff on YouTube of different setups of guys that have their trains. And plus you get a great idea for things in the future, you know. But I have all the cabins and I have little houses and I have all that stuff there, like a big, big child, you know. So that is something. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, well, so. there's something different. So that's the, the secret grow there yeah. in the background. Isn't that amazing? Stop. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's definitely something new. And if it's something new for me, then it must be new for uh, for any of the listeners. Because yeah, yeah. um, I like to think that uh, I know you fairly well. So there we go. Jesus, that mm-hmm. is something new. Um, so there you go. Yes, I think you got through them questions all right. Anyway, they weren't. They were, I didn't put you on the spot too much. You no, were fairly quick true. with the answers. I'm never really on the spot. <laughs> no, no. Is it often you're interviewed now? Like, I know, like, obviously, with classes happening and interviews, or, sorry, with newspapers and stuff, there might be the odd article. Um, but even from just, I've done a quick Google search, I always do, even if I know the person. They're all the same. Like, as in, not that, no disrespect to you, but, you know, they're all it's the all standard. The yeah, they yeah. give you a bio, they give a bio about you, who yeah, you are, yeah. where you're from, what you're do and here it is like do you get to do interviews like this for example that are that bit different often no, or is it all- completely the, the whole visual thing is very different um i've got i've got used to the whole zoom thing with um you know having meetings with guys and talking to guys and uh, I, I found it very very uncomfortable at the start um you know and i know some of the presenters on the station 
they will actually, you know, go live on Facebook and stuff like that when they're doing their shows. I, I can't do that. I just, I just don't think there's any, anybody that wants to see me just sitting here listening to music while I'm not talking. I don't get it myself, you know, even though I find, I find that sometimes I do look at people listening to music while they're not talking. But yeah. anyway, um, but uh, no, interviews wise, no, not like this, but lots of radio stuff, like, because if you're doing classes in certain areas, you'll put an ad in the local radio and you always request that you might get an interview as well. So well used to the whole phone talk and things and that sort of stuff. But this, mm. this is completely different. You know? So this, is this your first podcast? This is my first podcast. Way. Do you know what? It's a lot of people's first podcast. I suppose it's something new for the country music scene. I look, there's any amount of podcasts about any loads of other topics. But um, yeah, most people, it's their first podcast. And do you know what? It's nice to just get to know the person Mm-hmm. even more like and just to find out things that you don't get in the standard interview tell us about your new song and what's coming up next and where are you yeah, gigging tomorrow yeah. night like they're all the same and I know myself and you know yourself from doing them they're usually the same kind of yeah that's the what same it is yeah yeah, yeah 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 well I do I do a question section on my radio show every couple of weeks you know and I just like there's no interviews just like well what's the crack this is x y or z here you go our first question and they are yeah. random questions like yeah math, you know like he'll go from like you know, what's your favorite butter to, you know, what's your favorite song and would you rather this or would you rather that? Yeah, but that's fun, like, and it just it adds is, yeah. something new because we all know everything about the singers that we need to know where they're from yeah. and all that, you know, we know all that and a quick Google will tell us all that. But um, mm-hmm. no, some questions that are, that are um, the interesting ones. So we found, yeah. we found out you like trains. So there we yeah, go, there definitely. Go. If, if that was all I found out, then I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I must say, it's all thanks to you that I started on the telly. Because it was yeah, you that gave right, me yeah. my, I don't know how many years ago, and I were, yeah, probably six. Was I even in college? I think I was still in college. Yeah, it was yourself. Kyol was the Kjol, name of the show. Right. Kyol. Yeah, yeah. um, Jesus, yeah, six or seven years ago, poor old Jimmy Norman and me trips around the country. <laughs> <laughs> to, I think we stood in a football pitch and done more one day to get to do a, a show or stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And you know what? That was lovely, actually, because it was a good mix of, it was the mix of, of country and trap, which and is, trad, I mean, yeah. they're just, like you like their I I've such grow off of both of them obviously so it was just nice Joe you know, I miss that now actually because obviously I'm just kind of country based at the moment so mm-hmm. actually looking back now it was nice to have the mix between the two it was and it was hard uh, you know where, where the program fell in the way even though you know we finished when we got time to finish it but there wasn't enough videos for trad the trad scene was the yes. major issue you know so yeah hopefully. actually that was one of the questions I didn't ask you who was your favorite trad band um my favorite trad band I, I i'm old school here i would have to say stockton's wing i absolutely love mom stockton's loves wing. them as well yeah, like yeah. They're, they're fantastic i love the we banjo three now and a, a young band from um mayo even though i've never got to hear them live but i have their album called boxing banjo Joe yeah i was on i was on tour with them two yeah. years ago they're like yeah they're, they're brilliant and the two the healy brothers and joe yeah. and yeah. shane not sean 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 can't think of a surname. Isn't it awful? I was in college with them. Sean yeah. Amara from Limerick. Amara. Yeah. Right. So we've yeah, the yeah. three Mayo lads. Yeah. So I was on tour with them. And uh, no more than yourself, the schlag and I got every day with Roscommon. Of course. Yeah. For yeah. five weeks. Wasn't yeah. great. <laughs> but they're a great band. And I love, I, love, I love their album, you know. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah. They were great to dance to as well. Because I suppose obviously they had the, obviously the, the banjos and the fiddle, but then they had the box that they could throw in, you know, right. the owl yeah, kind yeah. of, the owl style as so, well. Like, yeah, so it was yeah. great. Like, yeah. Exactly. No, they were great crack um no but yeah like that there's and you know still even i mean look what that show was uh, we were still filming it at the fla and in us so that's um uh, four five six years ago six seven mm-hmm. years ago and like there's still not that many videos Right, yes yeah, like yeah, i mean struggle. if we were to go and do that now it'd be hard work you still struggle yeah you still struggle to get to get content is the problem you know it's funny it's, isn't it like the issue so, yeah but, it's, but no, it was uh, enjoyable though it was good it was good to be do, doing something different you know yeah oh sure i was only delighted it was great fun and yeah. um yeah i might go now and root up some of the the old uh the old uh, um the old shows and see what yeah, what was yeah. what was i wearing what was uh, i saying <laughs> the style <laughs> the style i remember jimmy got he always used to say stop bouncing up and down i used to be when i'd be talking i'd be like yeah, moving yeah, around yeah. he's like stop doing that just stay still yeah. <laughs> and try be and i'd be like i i'm always using my hands when i'm talking there's no funny like mm-hmm. um 
But uh, geez, I must give a message now and say, God, I, I was only talking there about the show. So that's what I'm going to do. I think there's a show or two on YouTube. That'll be that's what I'll do now this evening with cup of tea. I'll, I'll I'll go and see. Was I any good? I must yeah. be because I'm still I'm still You're presenting. Still You're still <laughs> I must be. But you know what? It, you really did. I suppose start me on that side of things, like because yeah, you, hadn't, you hadn't done it before. You were very nervous, and like the fact that I knew you had you know a good connection with both the country and the trad scene, I knew you'd suit that very well. You know so. Yeah. No, fair play, Chef. Thank you, in case I didn't no, say it before. No, I'm no, sure no. I did, though. <laughs> My mother would have been kicking me to make sure I <laughs> I said it to you. But uh, do you know, I should have brought Laura and my mum with me. They would have uh, <laughs> they, they would have loved to have seen you. But um, no, it's been great to catch up with you. And obviously, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's great to, as I, as I said, I always have a dance teacher on it. So I was delighted to have you. And even just to catch up, because I don't know when I last spoke to you. So it was That's great right. just to just to have the chats usually we'd be seeing each other if not at at um in longford at the festival or we'd be in a flat at a flat or jesus there'd be something on or sure. else be a country gig or the driving championships god god be with the days oh, yeah. of the do you know i used to be so nervous when you used to get me to judge them uh, oh, no, if i had it's to hard pick, work i wouldn't if, judge i wouldn't if, judge that now if i yeah. had to pick like the most nerve-wracking kind of thing I ever had to do since I started working the country music scene it was that and you know what it's because I didn't value myself as a, as a dancer or a dance teacher whereas if it was now I'd be like but sure why wouldn't I be here like you know I've worked yeah. hard but back then oh my god and the likes of your dad and I can't remember who there was I done it two or three different years so those different judges but oh my god I didn't even open my mouth to say what I, oh stop like it's nerve, it's, it's nerve wracking it is and like I would uh, and I'll never judge I'll never judge the driving championships the fact that I, I you always got us to do it instead <laughs> I just get but like I would hate having to you know yeah uh, I you're dealing with to. all the the cream of the crop like yeah the cream of the crop and it's not because I would know 99% of the dancers there I have always had this in my head and the way I adjudicate is I adjudicate from the from the here from here down okay what happens, what's up here I forget about I don't even look at it and I have had people that gets very sort of you know aggravated with me in the past I know that a team years ago down south got very annoyed at me because I didn't actually place them in the top three uh, and four of them people knew me fairly well and mm. they thought because they knew me fairly well they had a good choice chance of getting into the top three I didn't put them in the top three because they didn't deserve to get in the top three yeah. and one of them still snubs me over it and I'm like what is wrong Come on, I know, isn't you it know? mad? Like for a non-competitive dance form, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, what's your opinion before I know I was nearly saying goodbye to you there, but what's your opinion on I suppose the different dance styles? Because people the, the one comment I always get is, and um, what's what's that sort of dancing they'd be doing there where they're all hopping? And I just uh -huh. say, Well, well, it's that's the jive, it's still the jive. All they're mm -hmm. doing is lifting higher off the ground, the steps are the same. They're yeah. throwing in a little kick. I said, that's what you're, I'm teaching you. But if you mm -hmm. want to hop, go ahead. What's yeah. your opinion? Do you have a preference? I know when I no, was no. younger, I preferred, like when I was 17, 18, 19, I preferred little hop. And you know what? It was the Irish dancing and I was younger and whatever. But now the older I'm getting, I like to stay close to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've always did. As I, I like to be what you call sleek, sort of a, you know, relaxed type of a dancer. And I had this conversation, would you believe, with Daniel O'Donnell, who's from Donegal. And I doubt Daniel, he's hopping and lifting and <laughs> Daniel is a class dancer. Like he is just, just slick. He's so sweet. He's a mm. class dancer. But um he uh, he said to me one day, he says, What is all this hopping or where does it come from? And I said, Well, I says, I don't know. I says, but I said it comes from sort of the Donegal Tyrone type of area. So the only thing that I can put this down to is, you know, the Highland type of dancing. You know, like in Donegal, a lot of two-hand dancing. Mm -hmm. Two-hand dancing has a bounce to it, okay? And I have sat and I have studied and I've watched a lot of these young dancers. And the step is very similar to a Highland step. It's hop, then a hop, then a hop, then a hop. Now, when I teach, I teach the four-count step as in one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. That's the count I teach, you know, when a man or a woman is doing their turns or the gent is moving left to right. But in the Donegal sort of Tyrone style, it's just hop and a hop and a hop and a hop and a hop. And that's the style. You know, no matter where you go, if it's a natural dance, the style, the same as the same as accents, it just changes when you go around the country. And I always say, people say, well, what do you, what do you think they should do? I'm like, should do nothing. Just keep dancing, you know, mm -hmm. because dancing is dancing. And like, even though you might have been dancing with a girl in a Donegal style and she's hopping and I'm here and I'm not hopping, the rhythm is still the same. You're still mm -hmm. able to dance together, you know. So yeah. preference, obviously, the West of Ireland style is my preference. Okay, that's what I enjoy the most. Yeah. But 
I, I don't look down my nose and go, you're not doing it right because yeah. they're doing it. That's what yeah. it's all about. As long yeah, as that's doing. exactly it. People like when I'm teaching people who are new to it, they think it's too, too different dances but it's all the yeah. same it's just and it's total preference and like yeah. look i know as the girl we would have to edit our style depending on who we're dancing with you know uh -huh. if you're dancing with somebody who's up off the floor then you have you, you kind of just have to go yeah. with it because obviously you just have to match it in a way but um yeah no i just said i'd throw that in it's a question i always get anyway and like yeah. i know i know how to answer but you know it's interesting some people don't like it at all um so yeah the more traditional side i suppose don't like it at all but you yeah, know what it just yeah. shows how the country music scene is constantly evolving that that's was right. that came in and hopefully we'll have a few new moves coming in now uh after the lockdown that we can we can throw in because uh we, we were yeah we were going we were on the same old moves there for a good few years we need yeah, a few yeah. new <clears throat> yeah people you know people i think people just sometimes think that with the jive and it's never ending like it doesn't any amount of moves but like there is and there isn't like you know yeah, there's a, yeah. there's, there's a core amount, amount. yeah yeah unless yeah. you throw in start throwing in ballroom moves or yeah. some of the yeah so um it's limited enough in that sense but um yeah so there we go do you know what it's great to talk about dancing again and just i say this and i say this every time i talk to a dance teacher but it's so nice to just dance teacher to dance teacher because you know we don't see each other i know i would see you but like with some of the other dance teachers you don't see you don't see no. each other yeah, and yeah not all talk to each other either i do i like to talk to everyone but yeah you know yeah. you know you know some don't talk some do and depends obviously what what part of the country you're from you know you're not going to be seeing people either so i think it's important that the dance teachers kind of keep in with each other and stay friendly you know yeah, and exactly exactly yeah because you never know when we can help each other out or anything true. like that yeah so um, and i'm also promoting the other ones as well so um mm -hmm. yeah so that's the crack but no again it's been so good to catch up with you and see how things are and um thank you for coming on and if anyone wants to check you out sure you're on you're on everything <laughs> i'm on everything gerald butler dance and everything.com instagram facebook and twitter even there though we... i never use twitter yeah there. i never use twitter either no. <laughs> it's there it's, i use yeah. it for um i use it for the match um the match updates Oh yeah, I'm always looking to see when there's someone or been, you know, beaten by somebody. Yeah. One last question: Who's going to win Sam McGuire this year? Oh, definitely not Mayo. Anyway, <laughs> and definitely not Roscommon. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> I would imagine Limerick for the hurling and probably Dublin again for the football. Oh, stop! You're killing me. I know. I, I had the Innes brothers on on uh, there last week, and I was slagging them. I said, Jesus, we better, I better not fall out here and. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, no, they were. Yeah, um, no, I, I think something needs to be done with the Dublin, you know, maybe splitting it up, but I'll just get rid be, of them. I'll get rid of them. That wouldn't be fair on the Dubs either, though. But you know, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, it's completely. When you put, when you put the likes of County Leach and having to play Dublin now, it's. Can just, you imagine? Can you imagine? Now that's, I don't know how that's not going to happen anytime. It hasn't. I wonder well, when was the last time it, that even happened. It happened in the league match there not so long ago, a few years ago, you know. So Leitrim was Division One, were they, or Div yeah. Dublin? Division four. I don't know how it <laughs> They met in the middle. That was a backdoor game or something that messed up. I don't know. Well, it must have been something messed up somewhere. <laughs> no offense to the Leitrim people, but yeah, Dublin are a different kettle of fish altogether. Leitrim are good for the music and the dancing. That's it. That's the truth. That's it. Anyway, we better go. And um, Gerard, thank you so much for coming on no and having Thanks the chat. And uh, yeah, guys, make sure you go and check out your Butler Dance on all things, all things social media. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Country Chats podcast. Things are starting to look up. Things are opening down south here in Ireland and, of course, up the north. Uh, things are opening up a bit quicker than here. But uh, and England, of course, we can't forget all our listeners in the UK. But guys, as always, thank you. Um, we'll chat to you soon every Wednesday. Um, we'll talk to you. Mind yourselves. Stay safe and slow on. <laughs>